I am building this standing desk. The only problem is these plates are actually a little bit too small. So these are chipboards and I think they would better be a little bit bigger. Therefore, today I actually went to the supply store. But before, these are two IKEA Alex drawers. And the problem of the standing desk is I cannot just cut the legs because then the sitting position is too low. But if I, I cannot get rid of these. So therefore the distance, this distance is actually set and this distance I cannot shorten because of the sitting position. Therefore the idea is to have maybe a stand in front of it. I also did it with this desk, which is my current standing desk. Now these are the bigger chipboards. Yes, these are actually the maximum size chipboards I got at the store. I could get at the store. So these are 22 millimeters. In a previous video I said these were 20 millimeters, so two centimeters, but I was wrong. So these are 22 and they actually have this thing where you can actually, I mean these are not plates for a desk usually, but what they are for is for the floor for the ground so therefore they have these things where they go into each other the next step now is that i will sandpaper them down because as they are if you take your hand i mean they are quite smooth already the problem is just at the edges you could get splinters into your hands and also here it's just not that smooth so therefore i will sandpaper it down also it gives the whole thing a little bit of a different look kind of a matte look compared to the shiny look it has now. Now the next step is to take this machine and it's already plugged in. So therefore we just take a look at the paper that is on there. And we already see that this is probably a little bit too smooth. It's 240. I probably will take a 120. So this is all we have. It's 180. I think 180 would also do it justice. Let's see if we have something older. I'm actually wearing a mask for the dust. This is the reason my voice might be a little bit mumbled. Not mumbled, but mumbled. I don't know what the word is. So here we have an older one, but I actually will go for the new one, I think. But this is a smaller one, so therefore we have to choose the big ones. Now, when applying these, it's obviously very important that the holes are on the holes because that means the dust is actually sucked away instead of blown into the air. I think this does the job. And now, whoa, 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 whoa. Zoom. And now it's just time to sandpaper. And I will probably not film everything because I cannot speak. So I am realizing that it doesn't take off enough, therefore I will go for a harder paper and finish it off with a softer paper. So I have now a 61 and this is the one I will apply right now and then go again. Now the first side is almost done. As you can see, it is a little bit brighter, which is also nice because over time, through sun exposure, wood becomes darker anyway. What I realized is I probably switched to a 40 now because it takes a lot of time and I don't want to invest that much time if I also can use the 40 and then send it up or down, depending on how you define it with the other one again. Let's see how that goes.
They're actually kind of production mark letters, 2019, which is a little bit old for this one. But um, I will also, I mean, they're only on one side, but I want both sides to be equally nice because if you carry it into something and then you have it the wrong way, it shouldn't matter. It's just easier, I think. So now it's pretty bright already. I think I didn't miss any spots. It's also pretty rough now uh, because, well, it's a 40 paper. So therefore I now switch it over. And I gotta admit with one hand, it's not that easy. But as you can see, there's a stark difference. And I think I like the other one more. This is kind of a look where something is already shiny and on the paper, but I think it's just a little bit too much yellow for me. Therefore, I mean, that's the reason I'm doing this. So now it's also done, that's the other side. What I do now is I take air, pressured air, and actually dust it off a little bit. Now I think it's time to change the paper again. And I think I will switch directly to the 120, since this probably is the best solution, I guess. Or the 180, because that's the one I already had here. That's how it looks if you don't connect the dots. Now this side is done. It's also already very smooth. The thing I almost forgot is dusting it off again with the pressured air. Some people actually said say dusting off after sand sanding something down is the moment of truth i don't well what i'm realizing right now is that there is almost no grip left because well the whole thing is so smooth that i cannot grab it really good which is actually not that nice because i plan to move and i need to actually have a grip there's a kind of a good question actually on the other side I don't want to get splinters. So let's now do the other side also with the 180. Some people even say I fully went 180 on this one. Now what I just realized is that if you zoom in, and I also realized before, is that you can actually see how the dust turns out of these pores. 
I think this should be a satisfying compilation. Now this one is done, I will first make the big surfaces on the other one and then I will take on the edges, which probably will not be very easy to film and since I also don't have something in here to film, well, let's see. So since you already saw the first one, I think this one will not be that special, that special apart from the fact this has a bigger print, which makes it kind of unique. Maybe I could sell it on eBay in like 10 years, but probably not. So I actually forgot to switch the paper, therefore now... Oh, we actually had the 40. So now, with the red one... Now the second plate is also done, and now to shake things up to the, the second tectonic plate. So I wanted to make a choke, it is as follows. Now the second tectonic plate is also done, but in order to shake things up Disney style, I think I will now render the edges. So what I will do is I take these clamps and then I will adjust them in order to then clamp it here, which is actually not that smart because I cannot sandpaper here, just use this angle. Because now what I can do is I just have it an angle here and it's it's very important that you have the right angle. So basically 90 degrees because otherwise you will just sandpaper one edge down. So now for the actual edges I will just use hand sandpaper. So I think this did the trick and now I'm taking a short break. So now I did these three edges and I will now switch the whole thing and use it like this and then make this edge also smooth. Now it's again time for the manual label. What I also just realized is that we still have this dinosaur in here and I wondered if I actually, when I grew up, was there actually already color TV? And I think not. So the first TV we had was not this one, but a bigger one. And it was black and white, I think. And then we got another one and it finally had color. This is how old I am. So now we are back in the studio and this is still the old desk. And I will now switch it to the new plates. And we will see how that looks like. In between, two things happened. The first one was that I realized actually the work I did was not so effective after all because chipboards so if you buy chipboards the original condition is that they already have kind of a coating on them and then I sanded the coating kind of off and I also sanded it down but nevertheless it's I mean it's a little bit smoother but at the same time the look of course it's still a little bit matte but a lot of the madness is also just the dust that is on there. And if you then take the pressured air and get the dust off of the chipboard, it actually becomes a little bit more yellow again. 
So now the first step is to take off the guitar case I previously had on there. I also realized that with the guitar case, the problem is just if you have the monitor on here, then you have this whole other level on your desk. But the only thing you actually need for a monitor is a small desk for the monitor stand. And therefore it would, I think, make more sense to have the higher plateau smaller because then you can use the lower plateau as the rest of the upper surface for the desk. So now the third plate, the first plate is off and also these IKEA drawers are actually pretty heavy. So therefore, I mean, the desk is also pretty heavy. Now the next step is to just remove the bottom plate as you might have guessed. And here is a science comparison with the bigger plates now. So this was the old bottom plate, about 60 centimeters. The newer one are 67.5, which was the standard uh, measurement for these bigger plates. They're actually the total standard measurement. This is roughly two meters, so a little bit more than two meters in length and also 67.5 centimeters, I believe, and also 22 millimeters, as I said already a few times. Now, regarding the question of weight distribution, so now the plate is on there, I think it makes sense to have the plate stand out a little bit more, and then you would place the Alex drawers on here. So ideally, I think the distance from here, where these actually should be under, should be half of the Alex drawers, because then the Alex drawers don't cover up any space in the middle. So now I move them completely to the outside, and roughly, I mean, this is not the exact thing but here what we so now i move them to the middle roughly and i will also have the bottom so the upper plate exactly as the lower plate i think this makes the most sense now one major benefit of the old desk actually was that i had a plate that was slightly angled and then the notebook again slightly angled as you see here this plate is slightly angled therefore i would actually need another plate but then the problem again is i don't really know if it makes sense to have like two upper plates so first the normal button plate no, not bottom but the upper plate and then the other one so what i had here anyway was this one this plate and turns out this plate is actually almost the same width as the other one as the chip bars now to put it in place to lift it basically up and put it at an angle i will use again these tape rolls so this is one and two so now it's angled another question is whether it even makes sense that the whole thing's angled since the notebook is angled anyway so therefore i could also you could also make a case that the angled surface doesn't really make sense the idea is if you stand then it's easier to reach the left corner for example the right corner if it's angled because angled then the distance because then the distance is less what I'm also realizing just now is that I basically could use these clamps, these are very cheap clamps from, from eBay, to also fix the plate in place. Since I do have two plates here, it's actually the same here, it's just that the plate itself is standing above basically the desk and also above the small desk here. So these clamps are actually too small. They worked before, but what I now did is I moved the plate a little bit forward because if you stand here, what is actually quite useful is to have it stand 
so to have it stand a little bit above these bottom plates and also above the upper plate because then you can easier reach the whole thing. So now I nevertheless moved it back because I wanted to see what it feels like and looks like. So therefore, these are now kind of securing this plate. But again, a plate that is angled now creates a problem for the notebook stand. Not the notebook, but the monitor stand. So now I decided to basically experiment already with the new desk. Maybe even work in the new desk already before moving and then realizing something is not working. So first we have the monitor. Second is the notebook. The notebook again symmetrical in the middle. Now let's first try the Anchor Soundcore speaker again as a notebook stand. Here, as you can see. And of course we here have the problem of the notebook maybe sli sliding down which I prevented on the old desk with this rubber strip. So now if we try it out this way, you see that the external monitor is too low. And I, even though it's adjustable, I cannot adjust it any higher. This means we need something else as expected. So now I think I kind of found a solution. First of all, I removed one of these tape rolls because I didn't want the monitor maybe to fall down. Also, my notebook actually has a rubber strip down here. And I mean, I put tape also over it, but this is kind of the reason it even works putting it at an angle because it has this rubber strip that prevents it from sliding down. Of course, I need to add another strip here. And then we have this case, this wooden box I have, also the harp case, and then the monitor on top of it. And this also results in the final result of being almost identical in terms of the, the monitor to monitor ratio, you could say. Of course, I theoretically would need to transfer all the other things. What I don't necessarily need is this layer. I've, I think you could somehow also make a layer like this. What you only would need is another layer maybe of Alex drawers or something else that actually is here. Theoretically, you could make an easy, a very easy other layer with these boxes, with the stereo. But I don't think I will take this stereo with me. These could also make another layer, maybe. But the main problem is that the monitor needs to be this far back because the notebook is here and therefore creating another layer is almost impossible if not for the height. So it has to be above the height of the monitor. What I also still have are things like these. So I actually have in total three of these. These are basically just pallets, so kind of a rest of a pallet. And they actually fit in here, as you see, and then theoretically you would have another layer where you could put something in or maybe even add a light strip. But the problem again is that these are very big and I don't have that much space when moving. But these I actually could use very easily to screw them in, which would create a little bit more safety because currently it's not screwed in altogether because I actually don't really need to screw it in. This these plates are quite heavy and then the Alex drawers with the stuff in them is actually also quite heavy. Another important point is the fact that I need actually the edges of an upper plate to screw something like this in. And this now creates a problem because I don't have basically space below this plate to screw then a monitor arm in. And if you screw the monitor arm in here, for example, then it needs to extend a lot more to be then available in the middle where I would use the thing. So this creates another problem. I could bypass this problem by not using the upper plate, but a smaller, like the, the, the other one maybe, 
plate as a top plate and then adding this plate again and then basically this would sit on the edges of these Ikea drawers which then would leave me a little bit more space maybe but also not maybe because the bottom plate would still be here so I would have and there are also the Ikea drawers so it doesn't really work out I guess the main advantage in regards to this of the old desk was that there was a there is basically an empty space in between this plate and also the IKEA drawers which I had on the outside which also acted as surfaces where I could put things on. In terms of the piano I think there is enough space. I don't have a piano yet that I would take with me. I think eventually maybe if I will settle at this new place I will maybe buy a new piano because this one probably needs to stay here also I don't have that much space when traveling and also just the risk of damaging this piano when moving is just really high I guess. Another idea that is here is to basically have the loop station. Currently it is mounted on a wooden plate but I think if I just take this and maybe place it the other way around it has a slippy surface therefore the floor in the next apartment will be kind of slippery therefore I could put it on here. That's one step. Another idea was to maybe in the future have two microphones up here. So basically currently I have this one microphone as you see here. This is the one microphone I have. And the idea is if you if you interview guests and this is something I might do in the future just on different channels, different guests. The idea is now currently I have a stereo microphone. As you already saw, this is the stereo microphone and this stereo microphone has two capsules. These two capsules capture two different directions, kind of. So I will actually move closer a little bit, you can see it. Two different, basically, inputs. It's not mono, it's stereo. And before I use this for a podcast, the problem is just the, the more you are away from a microphone, the less good the sound quality usually is and the less good the noise to, to signal ratio actually is. What this means is that for interviewing somebody it actually makes sense to have two microphones and these microphones then probably would be mono because i mean a microphone is only one thing therefore it doesn't need to be stereo and the, the idea is the voice is coming out of one single point kind of the mouth of course it reverbs on the different parts of your face for example but a microphone one microphone is mono and that's usually enough so now an idea, the idea I am trying to iterate currently with you is that in the new space and also maybe just improving the old space and this is just kind of, a, well, an occasion where I can iterate my studio to the next version is, and also a more mobile, a more flexible version is that I have a monitor arm basically mounted here. So on one edge. What I also realize is that the monitor arm can be mounted here. So this is kind of I, actually very easy. So this is, if I mount it on the edge and I don't need to mount it like here, then mounting it, mounting the monitor arm actually here makes sense, I think. So I think it's best to try it now anyway. So therefore I will take this arm off. This arm also, apart from being a kind of a cheap arm, also has another problem. And maybe it would make sense first to deconnect all the cables.
Also, it is made originally for microphones and the Sumo H6 is a little bit of an overload. Then, so now I mounted it on the right side of my table and now here is how you put it in. So basically all monitor arms have kind of this holder that holds all the weight and also is not really stable in my, at least mine is not really stable anymore. It's also maybe due to the tape I added on it and that doesn't really allow me to screw it tight but also the problem is that this just is. So it should fit in very snug and it doesn't anymore so therefore it creates this problem. So now if I take this monitor arm and actually try to move it into the middle of my thing then it kind of creates this problem that there is stress on here and is actually means that the whole thing is kind of unstable which creates is a problem it doesn't create a problem it is a problem so therefore i cannot really i can re, i can extend it into the middle which is now possible but also again it would be better if i could mount it here because the plate is actually longer than the other one so therefore what i also could do is i could just take the old one but up until now I thought I would leave it here as a completely set up standing desk. Another question. Another question is this. The old one actually looks really good and the new one doesn't. Especially this one. Maybe I, if I oil it, it would actually look a little bit better. So if I code it actually. Another thing I just realized is that I actually can fit it here. Of course it is at an angle so therefore it's not optimal if this clamps together like this. But I can actually... Now, I mean, theoretically it works, but the problem is I, of course, have to add this plate again. I could also screw it into this bottom plate, but this is probably not very good in long term. So, theoretically it would work, it just leaves a dent down here. So now, the question is, how would I, how could I introduce basically a two-microphone setup here? And that's a question I was now thinking about for quite some time, because that's something that's just very important, I guess. So one option would be that I take this plate and actually just turn it. Therefore, you would have basically the plate standing outwards here. And what I then could do is I could mount the two microphones here and here and then have basically maybe a camera here. So where the monitor is and filming the whole thing. And maybe then the one person stands here basically and the other person stands here and then you could basically talk in front of the desk having still access to the desk another option would be that one person stands here and the other one at the other side but that's i guess too much of distance and another person obviously not another person but another idea would be to just remove the monitor either on this level or on this level and have the two people that are on the podcast talk from here to here and then just have the two mic stands basically symmetrical so the one is here and the other mic stand is on the other side and then these two people can talk on here it's kind of the same as turning this plate it's just that the distance between the two guests would be closer i think standing so if you want want to do a standing interview i think the rotating option is actually the best one because then each person also has the space to also put a notebook on here and nevertheless to have the microphone in the middle and this would again create a very symmetrical setup and the cameras would be basically so the microphones here and here 
and the cameras on the opposite sides. So therefore you could also have either, so my current cameras are basically phones, so therefore I would have either with a monitor arm or an arm like, where is actually the arm? An arm like this, so here is the arm, you could have these two phones then mounted and shooting basically this angle and the other one shooting this angle. So basically directional, not directional. When it comes to lighting the whole thing, uh, I have in total, as I already told you probably in other videos, I have this softbox, I have this softbox and I have another head over. So very easy lighting would be to have one head over that is actually on top here. Another lighting situation would be that in the direction basically of the cameras, so one camera is here and shoots the guest in this direction. And then you would have the light box just standing here or maybe even taller and illuminating this guest. A major problem with this setup is, with this podcasting setup, this two people podcasting setup, is that I actually have to remove the middle part of my desk entirely. If I have all the things connected like you see here, it's just a hassle. It takes probably 10 to 20 minutes to connect all the cables to the monitor and things like these. So therefore, this is also not very optimal, but I don't think there's a much better solution. Also, you can basically take the whole thing and maybe just move it to the side because the sides are actually not needed, apart from the fact. And what also is possible, I just realized, you have often podcasts pulling up information from the internet. And what you could do is, if I have already the monitor here and the cameras are shooting in this direction maybe a little bit, then you can also just pull up things from the internet on this monitor on one of the sides. Another obvious question is, why not just disassemble the old desk? Because these plates are very heavy and also the columns are very heavy. And as I already said, I wanted to have a setup that is just more flexible. And also I just can throw away these two plates if I just want to move and don't have the space for these plates. These drawers, for example, fit in also a small car. These things are comple completely collapsible and therefore this, this thing can just go and I can get these chipboards basically at almost any bigger city in the world, I guess, because chipboards are just a universal thing. Another thing I am just realizing is the fact that the old desk intentionally didn't have a, a space for sitting down on a sitting level because if I sit, usually I... Um, and this leads to bad things. So the idea is that I stand all day basically and that's what I try to do and also it works for the most part. And if you have something like this again, then you actually have the opportunity to sit and then you will also eventually sit. And this is also one of the reasons I have this thing in the middle here. Apart from the fact it's also pretty convenient. Another thing is that I need to somehow recreate again something like this cable. Salad in the middle here.